Welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco, your personal financial quarterback. Whether you've had years of success in your business or are just starting out, DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office can help you create a vision for your business, life, and family and guide you toward the fulfillment of that goal. As they say, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your virtual family office. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, we're in the middle of our uh, fall surge uh, re- reviews with clients, so uh, everything's just rocking and rolling. Yeah, this is an incredibly important time of the year. You've spoken about that on uh, numerous podcasts, actually, and, and so that I know that this is going to be really busy for you. But what are we talking about today? Well, today is really about business planning. And, you know, again, we're in the fourth quarter, we're approaching year's end. And at least in my industry, you know, once you kind of hit Thanksgiving, the year's pretty much over. I mean, you're doing a lot of kind of cleanup stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it's this way with a lot of different businesses. But the ideal thing to be doing during that time around the holidays when you can get some downtime and maybe even get away, which is ideally the best way to do it, is to kind of look back at your uh, previous year and start planning for the next year. So I want to talk a little bit about today and my process that I follow for myself and then I've been applying for my clients. Absolutely. I'm all ears. I love to learn this stuff. So, well, I thought what I would start out is just give you a little bit of my story and give the audience a little bit of my story. So when I got into uh, the financial services industry, we had uh, a bunch of things that we were required to do. And one was to put together a business plan, which, you know, looking back on it, it was kind of crazy because, you know, you're kind of coming into the industry and you really don't know anything about it. So Mm -hmm. you're trying to plan for something you really have no clue. So it was really numbers based. It was based on where you want your revenue to be, how many clients do you want, how much assets under management, because that was a big thing with the, uh, with the wirehouse firms. And so you do these nice little business plans and then you just, you know, send them off to your branch manager. You go, yeah, that's nice. And then it will just get filed away and you'd never look at it again. And so I, but I was always very diligent about putting these together every year. And it was until I met my coach and I went to his business planning conference. And it was something that was just completely out of the ordinary for me, because what we talked about first was really about creating a vision for our lives and our businesses and saying, what do you want your life and business to look like? And also to kind of take it and say, look, if your business was 10 times the size of what it is now, what would it look like? And so it kind of gave you a very big vision of what your business could become. And then you were able to take that and we took that into five-year plans and then into one-year plans. I think the second part of it that really kind of blew my mind was he really works heavily on our mindset because the biggest thing that holds us back is what's between our ears. Mm. And so it's really about analyzing your belief systems, your values, your uh, internal dialogue, your uh, your rules, and your self-image, how you look at yourself. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can start breaking down into the numbers. So I've been following this process for the last nine years, and it's just transformed my business. So what I started doing since I was working with business owners is I started taking his process and applying it to my clients. 
So what we do is sometime in the fourth quarter, and usually we get uh, through the you know through Thanksgiving, and it's sometime usually between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I schedule this event. We go offsite, so it's someplace. It's out of their business. It's out of mine, where we can just kind of immerse ourselves in this process. And really what I want to get them to do, which many of them have not ever been able to do, is to really start to first create this vision of what they want. And if you heard any of the previous podcasts, I, that's really kind of the starting point on my process with my business owners, clients, is to really formulate a vision of what they want their lives and businesses to look like. Because, you know, especially, you know, I deal with a lot of guys in the automotive industry. They're grinders, they're technicians. They're just used to just moving cars through their shop, moving cars through their shop, and they've never really sat down to look at these things. Mm -hmm. So I get them to start looking at what is the big picture? What do we want to try to accomplish here? And then we also kind of look at their mindset where, you know, kind of where they're coming from. And then I help them to work on their business plans. Usually from a number standpoint, I do that individually with them because again, some of them don't want to disclose, disclose numbers to other people. Mm -hmm. Again, with different industries, there's some different dynamics you know, that are in, in play there. So you know, but again, the core part of it, especially this kind of creating the vision and this mindset and then helping them to start structuring their game plans. So the things that they are going to need to do to accomplish this vision is really the key part of these uh, business planning conferences that I do. Matt, I can see that this is extremely beneficial. What is your client's reaction when they, they go through this for the first time? Well, initially they are a bit hesitant because they're just not familiar with what this process, how it's going to benefit them mm -hmm. is really what it comes down to. And I think the first one that I did, I had four clients that were there and it, it just became so revolutionary for them. It really just opened their minds and really started to get them to understand gaps that they were missing, not only in just their vision, but also in their mindset that they embraced the process. And what's happened is they started inviting key people from their businesses. They were able to talk to some of their friends to start coming to the, uh, to these, uh, this conference. And so it's really started to gain some traction here. Now uh, we're not going to be doing it in person with COVID because it's just, we just can't do a gathering, mm -hmm. but I'm actually looking at some options to be able to do it virtually this year. But the in-person, you know, getting offsite, I think is a real key thing because it, when you, you, it gets you out of your environment and you're not thinking about, you know, the work that needs to be done, problems that are arising within the shop or within the business with employees, mm -hmm. those type of things. So it's really important to immerse yourself in the process. When I do this with my coach, we usually spend three days down in Fort Lauderdale, which is not a bad place to be. But when you're staring out a window at the beach and you're stuck in business planning, that can be a bit uh, frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can see that. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it, you know, and, and I think that's really the key thing. And, you know, even just when I'm taking strategic time, one of the things my coach stresses is that you got to get off site. You got to get out of your environment because mm -hmm. we, we develop habits within our own environment and we need to break out of that. Just give our, our minds the chance to free up and let our subconscious mind start to work. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree 100 percent. If you're surrounded by all the things that you think about on a daily basis, they're still going to be there. At least you can oh, get outside of that. Exactly. And it's, and I think even it's 
anytime you're doing any kind of strategy session, it's important to do that. I mean, even if you just need to leave the office and go to a coffee shop, mm -hmm. just get out of your environment anytime you're going to be doing this process. And it's actually interesting. Even when I go to our annual uh, conference, usually don't finish the plan at that point. And so usually I come home and I usually take about the, the last two weeks of the year and this is where I kind of finish up and clean up the plan. And even on those times, I leave. I leave the office. I'm mm -hmm. usually in a coffee shop. Uh, if Depending on what the weather's like, I might go to a park. But I'll get somewhere outside my environment where I can allow my mind to kind of free up so I'm not being cluttered with all the day-to-day -day stuff that happens. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what I thought I would, uh, you know, what I thought might be, because this is, it's kind of an ethereal concept that I'm talking about. So I wanted to relay a couple of success stories that we had with, uh, with these business planning conferences. Yeah. And the first one was a guy, he, uh, it was the first, very first conference that I came in and, and he came and he brought his one son and his key guy to it. And so, you know, I kind of started out and I started, you know, helping them and kind of guiding them through creating this vision of what they want their ideal life and business to look like. And I'm kind of looking at, you know, because you, when you're a speaker, you know, you're kind of looking out and seeing how everybody's reactions are. And the kids are eating this stuff up. They're just, they're loving it. And they're writing and, and I can see they're engaged. And I'm looking at the guy, <laughs> my client, and he's just kind of sitting there and he's just got kind of this just this thoughtful look in mm -hmm. his eyes like but he's not really engaging and i wasn't sure exactly what he was uh, what he was getting from it so we go through the conference and a couple days later he gives me a call and he says hey matt could i get on your calendar and i said yeah sure and he said um could you give me a couple hours and i'm like yeah what's up mm -hmm. he goes oh, he goes I just need to talk to you about some things. So we go, I have a friend of mine that had this coffee shop and he had a little upstairs room that was private. So he and I went up there and all of a sudden this guy starts spilling his guts, how uh, this ideal life stuff was, was resonating, but I don't know what to do. I'm having problems in my marriage and you know, the kids are, you know, I'm not sure if they're capable in the business and what's going on. And I'm really struggling. And I mean, just started dumping all this, this stuff on me and I'm kind of going, Holy crap. I don't know. What am I going to do? So I sat there and I, I finally just started telling him my story and I got him to engage in some things, both from a business end and from a spiritual end that completely changed his life. I mean, just completely, this guy made 180 transformation and we look back at him now and he's got, a, you know, his business is thriving more than ever. He's uh, solidified his family relationships. He's finally got his kids on board with the vision and they found their own roles within the business. That's and fantastic. so it was, it was just one little event that I held to get them to start thinking outside the box that got him to think, start thinking that way. So how long did that transformation take? Oh, it was, uh, it was almost immediate. I mean, you, we talked, you know, after the conference, we talked, and then told him, I said, you know, I kind of told him my story and I said, here's what you need to do. And he did those things. And that's when the transformation happened. So it's, it's, it's amazing. It happens quickly when we make a decision. Mm -hmm. And you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to get different results. Uh, guilty. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I've done that on multiple occasions. Oh, amen. Amen. I know exactly where you're coming from. So... Yeah, the second story was a friend of mine, actually, and, and I, I've gotten into the habit now of not just inviting clients, but I invite 
different people that have been prospecting and also friends that are, are either involved in businesses or maybe just have been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And so my second story is a friend of mine and it was interesting. We were, we actually went on this mission trip together and we were driving back from it and it was, it was about a five hour drive and we're talking and uh, he was a, a general manager of a radio station and he was excellent at what he did, but he hated working for the company. And he was telling me how I want to start this consulting business and I want to, you know, be a consultant for these small business owners and help them with their marketing strategies and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. Why don't you do it? And then he started giving me every single reason why he couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my wife's got health problems. I need health care. And oh, you know, well, you know, I need the steady income because I've got this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just shut up. I just let him talk. And so he finally, he gets, gets me home and he drops me off as I'm getting out of the, out of the uh, truck. I say, Oh, Terry, by the way, you know what? You're right. You can't do this. And I knew he was a, he was enough of an A type mm -hmm. that that would motivate him. So I invited him to come to the business planning workshop. He comes and we start getting the wheels turning about the possibilities that are out there and then talking about mindset and how his own mindset was holding him back from actually achieving what he wanted to achieve. And so to make a long story short, he started actually doing some of this consulting work. And what happened was I was actually able to bring him as part of my team to work with my clients who have sales people to help them to train the sales staff because it's not something, I mean, I've been in sales for years, but it's not something I wanted to do. And it was an opportunity for him to start getting his feet wet in the consulting business. So again, one little seminar, getting him to open his mind, start seeing the possibilities and also seeing how his own mindset was holding him back has allowed him to start now pursuing his dream. Mm. That's great. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's really phenomenal. You know, I had a third guy who's uh, another friend of mine, and he was the CFO of this uh, large car dealership. Again, invited him. And I think what's really interesting, especially when I'm inviting friends or prospects in, is that you know they're, they're kind of intermixed with my clients. And my clients are actually giving me credibility to them. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, you know, my friends, we might be out socially and, you know, they're like, oh, that's just Matt. Who's he? But all of a sudden now they're they're with clients who I've done helped in many different ways. And now all of a sudden it started lending me credibility. So he comes, we start, you know, going through this process. Well, to make a long story short, he's actually now a managing partner in the dealership because that's what he ultimately wanted to be was he wanted to actually start doing his own gig. So again, just by getting him out of his environment, starting to get him to think about what he really wants and then mentally what's holding him back just transformed his life. Matt, I think that that is a beautiful picture because you know, as well as I do the, the proverb that a prophet isn't welcome in his own hometown. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that speaks to you do the work you do your friends, your neighbors, they, they see you in a different capacity. But when you have your game face on, all of a sudden, you're a totally different person. You're the same person at your core, but now the business side of you comes out instead of the guy that's you know swinging the golf club with him or you know talking chit-chat over the barbecue. Uh, it's, a, it's a different, whole different thing. So I think that's a great idea to invite people from different sections of your life into this meeting because, again, they can also enhance each other's lives and you're you're doing some networking which is again another benefit 
Well, exactly. Exactly. And just like you said, I think we don't, they, they do see you in a certain light and all of a sudden they see you in this different light. And especially they see the positive impact that you've had on other people that are outside our circle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's impactful for people. So I think it's really important again, to kind of just invite everybody. I mean, that's what I'm about is about providing value. You know, even when I do a strategy session, you know, initial strategy session with a, uh, a new prospect, the one thing I always tell them is, look, you know, this is there's no obligation to you. And even if we go through this whole thing and either you or I say, you know what, this isn't for us. The one thing I always promise is I'm going to provide some value to you. I will get you pointed in the right direction in some way. Mm -hmm. So that's a real core belief of mine is to always be providing value to people. Well, again, you have the resources as well. I don't know that anybody can do all these things on their own. And so you've had a coach. You've had somebody that helps you with your accountability and so on and so forth. And whether or not one of your other associates, a client or a friend, utilizes your coach or finds their own coach, at least they know what that process looks like and the experience that you've had through that. Exactly. Exactly. And I think you know, and, and I tell a lot of clients, you know, especially those like in the automotive industry is a great example because, and I know the business, but from an, I'm not an operations guy and I tell them that. So if we're going to get into operation questions, I'm going to get them to some, uh, to somebody that can help them there. But I think the main thing is, is I'm somebody that can help them to work through their own mindset, through what the things that hold them back mm -hmm. to help create a vision. And then also to kind of be that accountability person. So, you know, when I'm saying, okay, we, you need to talk to this ops guy about X, Y, Z, you know, the next time I talk to him, one of the things I'm going to, I'm going to look back on my notes and say, okay, so where do we stand with your guy? Who's going to help you with X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. And if they're going, uh, I'm like, okay, let's, let's talk about why you're not executing this. Yeah. Because so much of this is psychology. Mm -hmm. I agree. It, it's so much of it's what between our ears. I remember talking to my coach and he would always, he, he would tell me, he goes, Matt, he goes, you can go out and get all of the de designations you want. You know, CFP, IAF, uh, certified retirement planning specialist. All, you know, there's, you know, our industry, we have tons of designations. Oh, yeah. He goes, you know what? It's not going to make you one cent more if your mindset's not right. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I remember looking at people that had all these designations and then I would see the work that they did and I was running circles around them. But why? Because my mindset was right and theirs wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's it actually reminds me of, of somebody that I, I actually I still know them, but I'm not a, associated with them as much anymore. But they were a perpetual learner, which is a good thing, but they mm -hmm. were constantly in school. And oh, right. come to find out that, you know, after conversations, they were in school racking up tons of debt with really no prospect of a job in the future because mm -hmm. they just liked going to school. They feared having to, you know, be in the marketplace. And yeah. we're talking 12 to 15 years of, of higher education, all sorts of degrees, but really not producing anything for themselves because they had this fear of failure that they, because they're good at school. So they stuck there, man. Right. I, and it is, again, it's a lot of psychology. It's a lot of that mindset of being able to step out of your comfort zone and take that leap of faith. Oh, exactly. And you know what's interesting? I mean, you know, if you saw my office here behind me, I've got bookshelves full of books. And so I've learned and I've studied, 
but not to get a degree. I've studied mm -hmm. because I want to learn to better myself and to better the lives of those around us. And I think those are the, the most valuable things that we can learn. And yeah. I was just I, actually just today I was um, during lunch. I have this uh, prospect who plays tennis and, and I'm a big tennis player and he wanted to go hit some balls and uh, he's he has a business and we started talking about this stuff and I started talking about this mindset stuff and he just stopped right in the middle and like got his phone and was like, taking notes. I like did a little seminar for him right there in the tennis court. But it was all about mindset, about yes. how you got to get your mind right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's critical. It's critical. So, you know, one thing that, you know, I would kind of as uh, a final thoughts for people, the first question, and I think this was the key question that, that got me thinking was, and it actually came from Tim Ferriss's book, The uh, Four Hour Work Week. But he asked, if retirement was not an option, how would your life and business be different? And a lot of people listening to this probably are in a position to be able to retire. But think about if you weren't able to, how would you, uh, how would your life be different? You know, I see so many people who, you know, when they do retire, they want to do all these things, but then health problems, deaths in the family, maybe, you know, there could be any number of things that keep them from actually doing the things that they really want to do. And why not do them when you're young? And what if you could design your business to be able mm -hmm. to do those things now while still making your business grow 25, 35, 50, 100% every year? Yeah. So, yeah, look at the, you know, so ask yourself that question. If retirement was not an option, how would your life and business be different? The second thing that I'm going to recommend is really sit down and maybe go somewhere. Maybe again, get out of your office, get out of your shop, go somewhere and think about what is holding you back mentally. If you thought about your business being 10 times the size it, it is now, why aren't you there? Mm. what's holding you back and and you could say and some people will look at it and say well it's my spouse or it's my kids or it's my employees well then what are you going to do to change that now with employees maybe you don't have the right people so maybe that'll give you a chance to start analyzing who you have employed for you if it's your spouse maybe you don't necessarily want to just drop them <laughs> but what do you have to change about yourself to mm -hmm. make that relationship better that was a big thing in, in, in my life. I mean, you know, especially when my wife and I were first, we were first married, you know, it's like you get through the honeymoon and all of a sudden it's like, you know, these little things, they're aggravating me. I'm aggravating her and we're starting to bang heads. And, you know, I was really getting frustrated and all of a sudden something hit me. It was like, okay, I'm not going to change her. So I got to mm -hmm. change me. And when yeah. I started changing me, all of a sudden, see, she started changing. Well, and the other thing is, as, business owners, doesn't matter if you're the husband or the, you're the wife, if you are the owner of the business, your spouse doesn't always know everything that's going on, which they don't necessarily need to because there's a lot, right? They have their own career. Or they have their own thing that they're doing. Maybe they are a homemaker and they're raising the kids. Who knows? But the, the bottom line is that as business owners, we don't share everything with our spouse because that would take all day to do. We're busy exactly. all day. And so there's a lot of unknowns and it's, there's, there's a trust factor that has to be there. But at the same time, as business owners, we need to be able to communicate clearly, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what the positives, the negatives, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what the hurdles giving them that glimpse. Sometimes we feel like we're sheltering them or protecting them from what's going on in our own company or the decisions that we have to make. I, I right. bet nine out of 10 times, they'd love to have that conversation just to see what's on our brain. 
Exactly. Exactly. And what's interesting is, this is actually what's kind of funny, is I've seen husband and wives who are in the business together that still don't communicate. <laughs> True. Very true. It's amazing. It's amazing to me. I mean, it, like my wife's not involved in my business, but, and she doesn't need to know the gory details, but you know, it was just like the other night, like I'm in the middle of this big uh, marketing project right now. And I, and I told her, I said, look, I said, you know, fourth quarter, I'm going to be spending a lot more money. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of letting you know that. So, you know, <laughs> you're not freaking out, you know, so when you, you know, if you want to go do this or that, we might not be able to do that. But again, this is an investment. So I kind of fill her in on that. But it, again, I look at sometimes where the husband and wife work together and they don't even talk. And yeah. all of a sudden I start talking to them about this stuff and they're looking at each other like, well, you know, I didn't know this about, you know, you never told me this. Well, you never told me that. And I'm like going, yep. oh gosh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get it all aired out. That's I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that oh, communication yeah, gory, is so important. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, the gory details. So, yeah. Well, we're running but, out of time today, Matt. What yep. are your closing thoughts for today's podcast? Well, the, you know, the first one again: ask yourself that question. If retirement was not an option, how would you like wait, your life and business to be different? Spend some time, especially as you enter into the holiday season with Thanksgiving and Christmas, and you can get a little bit of downtime. Maybe get some time alone. I would suggest get off-site, uh, whether it's your out of your office. I would even recommend getting out of your house. Whether you go to a coffee shop, whether you go to a park somewhere and just think about, okay, if my, here's what my business would look like if I 10 times did, why am I not there? And start to see what's holding you back. And I think the biggest thing is, and what's the most helpful is to get some guidance in this, in this process. So what I'd recommend is schedule a free, no obligation strategy session with mm -hmm. me. You can go to my website, dfranvfo.com, D-I-F-R-A-N, vfo.com and you'll see uh, schedule a introductory call or strategy session you can get on there i give everybody half an hour of my time just to kind of analyze talk about your situation analyze it and see if there's any way where i can provide you some guidance and and as i said before i always promise to give value in every single meeting that i that i have with somebody mm -hmm. so those, those are my suggestions absolutely that's fantastic matt thank you so much for your time today no problem. It was a pleasure, Eric. All right. And thank you for joining us and listening to the Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Matt comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Your Business, Your Life podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment, legal, or tax advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or another qualified professional with any questions you may have regarding your business or personal planning. DeFrancesco Financial Concierge, LLC, doing business as DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, is a registered investment advisor. Registration with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. 